Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise busy lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. I want to spend one more episode in 2 Nephi before jumping into Jacob for this week's reading. In chapter 32 of 2 Nephi, there are are a couple interesting teachings that I want to highlight. So to refresh your memory from the last episode, in chapter 31, Nephi is talking about the doctrine of Christ, and baptism in particular. He lays out very clearly the process that we all need to go through, quote, whereby man can be saved in the kingdom of God. And now behold, this is the doctrine of Christ, and the only and true doctrine of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, end quote. Since these scriptures are so awesome, I'm going to read a couple of them again. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, I know that if ye shall follow the Son with full purpose of heart, acting no hypocrisy and no deception before God, but with real intent, repenting of your sins, witnessing unto the Father that ye are willing to take upon you the name of Christ by baptism, yea, by following your Lord and your Savior down into the water, according to his word, Behold, then shall ye receive the Holy Ghost. Yea, then cometh the baptism of fire and of the Holy Ghost. And then can ye speak with the tongue of angels and shout praises unto the Holy One of Israel. And then are ye in this straight and narrow path which leads to eternal life. Yea, ye have entered in by the gate. Ye have done according to the commandments of the Father and the Son. And ye have received the Holy Ghost which witnesses of the Father and the Son, unto the fulfilling of the promise which he hath made, that if ye entered in by the way ye should receive. Wherefore, ye must press forward with a steadfastness in Christ, having a perfect brightness of hope, and a love of God and of all men. Wherefore, if ye shall press forward, feasting upon the word of Christ, and endure to the end, behold, thus saith the Father, ye shall have eternal life. End quote. I love these scriptures. I've read them many times, and for me, now more than 10 years into my gospel journey, they still resonate with me. Well, as we get into chapter 32, it becomes apparent that those listening to Nephi's speech don't completely understand. Quote, And now behold, my beloved brethren, I suppose that ye ponder somewhat in your hearts concerning that which ye should do after ye have entered in by the way. But behold, why do ye ponder these things in your hearts? End quote. So it seems that Nephi's people understand the concept of baptism, but they aren't too clear on the idea of pressing forward with a steadfastness in Christ, feasting upon the word of Christ, and enduring to the end. These are legitimate questions that I think we all ask from time to time. Now, for those of you that have been with me since the beginning of this podcast, you'll recall that when Nephi was younger, I was never too impressed with his ability to effectively communicate spiritual matters to others. He usually just upset his brothers when he tried. By 2 Nephi chapter 31, however, when Nephi is in his 50s or 60s, it seems like he's finally figured out how to deliver powerful sermons. After all, his lesson on baptism is one of the most frequently recited passages by missionaries who are trying to teach the world about baptism. But then, in response to his people not fully understanding what he just taught, he gives one of the most confusing and cryptic answers I've seen. Quote, Do ye not remember that I said unto you that after ye had received the Holy Ghost, ye could speak with the tongue of angels? And now how could ye speak with the tongue of angels, save it were by the Holy Ghost? Angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. 
wherefore they speak the words of Christ. Wherefore I said unto you, feast upon the words of Christ, for behold, the words of Christ will tell you all things what ye should do, end quote. So I've never totally understood what Nephi is talking about here regarding angels. Earlier, he said that one of the results of receiving the Holy Ghost is that we'll be able to speak the language of angels. Well, I don't know about you, but I speak English and Spanish pretty well, not angelic. But let me try to decipher what Nephi might be saying here. I am definitely making this up, so if you don't like it, you're welcome to start your own podcast. Okay, so the problem we're trying to solve for here is how to know what to do once we've been baptized and started down the straight path that Christ has created for us. We've got our entire lifetime ahead of us, which means we'll have to be interacting with many people and making a lot of decisions over the years. And we need to know how to make those decisions and how to treat those around us. Normally, we talk about how we need to live the gospel faithfully and learn how to hear the promptings of the Holy Ghost, which will tell us what to do. But maybe there's more to it than that. Nephi is alluding to angels here. Perhaps God is sending angels to help guide us to communicate with us. But we don't know how to hear them. So they speak by the power of the Holy Ghost and speak the words of Christ. Therefore, if we feast upon the words of Christ, the words of Christ will tell us all things that we should do. Or in other words, the angels sent to guide us speak to us through the words of Christ. What are the words of Christ? Well, I suppose in the most literal sense, this would be the teachings of Christ as recorded in the New Testament, Book of Mormon, and Doctrine and Covenants, but probably also includes the words of Christ delivered through his prophets and apostles. So if we study the scriptures diligently, regardless of what the words might actually be saying, through the Holy Ghost, we'll be able to hear the angels around us. I think we've all experienced moments where we've been studying the words of Christ and a thought pops into our head about some challenge in our life that we've needed guidance with. We usually attribute this to the Holy Ghost, but perhaps it is actually an angel sent to help us, speaking to us through the Holy Ghost. Who are the angels in your life that might be trying to communicate with you? Are we hearing them, or do we need to spend more time interacting with the words of Christ? Well, the people still don't understand Nephi, and maybe even more confused now. So he tries again from a different angle. Quote, And now, my beloved brethren, I perceive that ye ponder still in your hearts, and it grieveth me that I must speak concerning this thing. For if ye would hearken unto the Spirit which teacheth a man to pray, ye would know that ye must pray. For the evil spirit teacheth not a man to pray, but teacheth him that he must not pray. End quote. So here Nephi is trying to tell the people that they need to stop staring at him with their jaws dropped and go pray about it to God. Seek revelation the same way that Nephi had to get it, through deep, faithful prayer. It's interesting to note here that Nephi tells us that the evil spirit teaches man that he must not pray. I'm personally not very consistent or effective with my own prayers. I certainly wouldn't make the claim that the evil spirit is responsible for my lack of consistent prayers, but perhaps he is. Perhaps the adversary is so subtle that he figures out how to get us to stop praying without even knowing it. But I'm actually more interested in the next thing that Nephi says. Quote, But behold, I say unto you that ye must pray always and not faint that ye must not perform anything unto the Lord, save in the first place ye shall pray unto the Father in the name of Christ, that he will consecrate thy performance unto thee, 
that thy performance may be for the welfare of thy soul. End quote. What are the things in your life that you are performing unto the Lord? Family, church callings? I'd like to think that my employment, helping provide health care services to low income families, is serving the Lord. Or at the very least, regardless of what our job is, we're doing it to support our families, which is a celestial responsibility that I know God wants to be a part of. Netflix, Facebook, video games? Maybe not. But for the areas of our life that do pertain to serving God, Nephi is saying we shouldn't even try to accomplish these things without first praying to God in the name of Christ, and that if we do this, God will consecrate our performance. That sounds pretty cool. I'm not sure if that means we'll be more successful, but at the very least, Nephi teaches us that it will be for the welfare of our souls. Or in other words, by praying to God and having our actions consecrated, this will lead to greater happiness for us. Do you need more happiness in your home, at work, at church? Let's pray to Heavenly Father so that he'll consecrate our performance in these areas. Thank you for joining me today as we learn how to speak the language of angels and ask for divine assistance in all our daily efforts. I hope that we'll all make the choice to feast upon the words of Christ so that we can receive the guidance, encouragement, and divine consecration that we all need to be happy in this life and continue to make the decision to follow our Savior, Jesus Christ, today.